I want to welcome you to the very first Miseducation of Mom, a podcast by Mohawk Mama. Rest is part of the program. And whether you are a mom in the traditional sense, or you are a mother of others who receive your nurture, this podcast is dedicated to big-hearted moms, those who have spiritual children and biological children, and those who nurture many other things and people. You know, along the way, we began to get miseducated at crossroads in our lives, and it is so enticing for us to begin to become ill-informed about our ourselves, about our imperfections, our being, and our doing. And that's why it's so significant for me to be able to invite us together to not only sit and discuss, but to be renewed in our mind together, to accept the invitation that Jesus, our beloved, has for us. And I'm doing this by way of um, two approaches. One is interviewing my children and letting them give us insight into what a perspective of discipleship making looks like. For us to have a perspective that we're not just, you know, spending our days giving advice and whatever it is that comes with the privilege of influencing others, but that we are actually bringing them to the love of Jesus that we are loving them into Jesus. But also the second approach is to be able to engage in the one who speaks forth words that give life. And so the way that we'll go about doing that is a very ancient method of contemplating the one who can speak like no other. And that's Lectio Divina. And if you're not very familiar with it, it's on the website, mohawkmamastudio.com. And so you'll be able to find out more. But in our times together, we'll spend about four minutes, but at the most five minutes, just simply navigating through the scriptures in order to meet him, to meet him afresh, to listen to him and savor all that he has for us. And so we'll flow through that right after my interview with my very um, one and only daughter, Isiana Marie, whom we call Isaiah, and others also may know her by Issy. She's 11 years old, and she's kind of been struggling with a sore throat, so actually she doesn't necessarily sound like her regular self, but you'll still hear her heart. And so, Isaiah, I want to welcome you to... Miseducation of Mom podcast. So, let's get right into it. Welcome. Hi. You going to say hello? So, the question that I wanted to ask you was, what is something that you enjoy doing with me? I like going shopping with you. And you were specifically talking about what kind of shopping? Grocery shopping. So, we go grocery shopping a whole lot, and so we enjoy that. What's so you know, enjoyable about grocery shopping with me. Spending time with you. 
So one of the things that we, you know, have time together is grocery shopping. And sometimes it doesn't seem like a way to spend quality time with someone, but it really is for us, isn't it? Mm. You know, in doing discipleship with our children, we have to definitely um, seize the moments with them however we can, no matter what we might think about um, the the version that we want to play out. We just have to honor our days as um, they come to us. And so grocery shopping is a way that we do that. So thank you for sharing that. Okay, so the last question before we move into our time of just looking at Jesus and his word is, think of a mistake that I've made as your mom. And then just kind of think about what it has helped you understand a little bit more about life, what it's taught you. So you got your your mistake that mm-hmm. you remember? Okay, so just kind of talk so that we can hear you. Um, I guess that day when... I didn't feel well, and I felt like that, that you ignored me. Okay, so I didn't understand you um, quite well in what you were talking to me about, and what did that teach you? What What did it help you understand as you were realizing that I made a mistake in not understanding you? To give people second chances. Yeah, and third and fourth and fifth chances. Yeah, that, that has a lot to do with forgiveness. So, that's all. I'm glad you helped me kick off my very first episode. And now, we're just going to take some time to kind of turn our attention to God's Word. So, you're going to sit back and, and do this with me? Mm-hmm. Okay, alright. We're going to turn our attention to hope. A hope that knows loss. A hope that is everlasting. A hope that yearns. And what I'm going to do is refer you to the Breathe Advent 2016 mini devotional. And if you don't have it in front of you, that's fine. But what I'm going to read is going to come from what I prepared for the four weeks. And so we will have some thoughts And then we'll go right into the selected passage that will lead us into our Lectio Divina. So I'm going to read to you just an excerpt. To hope is not merely a focus on what's absent. Hope is about a focus on what's present. Dare I say who is present at the intersection of our longings. Breathe. I'm really grateful that we will have this time together to take weekly pauses throughout this Advent instead of being propelled through it. There's a community that we share with God and with one another. And we will take our cues from the community on how we are to interact in times where we are either weary or in a place of wonderment, that we can still meet the robust beauty 
of the Incarnate One. We want to be able to see that this Sabbath invocation will actually bring us to a place where prayers and blessings truly grow and truly proclaim the wonders of His grace and His mercy. Now that you have maybe settled in a little bit, whether you're distracted, whether you aren't, be hospitable to yourself in this place because we have a God who is full of hospitality towards us. And if you have your Bible or you have a device where you can refer to your Bible passage, we're going to choose Lamentations. So in the Old Testament, you'll just turn to Lamentations 3.24, chapter 3.24. And as you are taking your time to consider who it is that is before you, remember that our focus is on hope. And remember that this is a God of hope. It originates from Him. We'll begin the reading of Lamentations 3.24. Feel free to take your shoes off if you can. And just relax your feet. Feel free to just, if you must, sit, recline, lie down, and close your eyes. And just allow His Word to wash over you. Allow yourself to have the kind of attentiveness to this moment so that you will truly begin to take pleasure in knowing that you have been designed to hear His voice. It doesn't have to be complicated. It's just about rehearsing, listening constantly. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in Him. In this passage, it may be very few words, but allow them to take a place in your heart where whether it's one or two words, or phrase. Maybe it was an image that you got. Savor it. Know that He is for you to hear and to perceive in this moment what His truth will show you and guide you in. As you are reflecting, You're not trying to do any word study. You're just simply, truly desiring to allow these words to just come, as it were, and wrap itself around you. Reading from Lamentations 
is very ironic because this is a book of sorrow and lamenting, but not without hope. They are both very much at this place of intersection with one another. They're both held in tension, hope and lamentations. Now, as you could allow yourself to respond, it could be a question in your prayer. It could be a statement, a blessing. But this is conversation with love himself. He is here. He is your portion. This is what your soul says. Therefore, I will hope in him. What would you say to him? What form will the conversation take? Will it be in the form of your your voice, using words, or in the form of just writing, doodling, the form of a song? Let your conversation be unforced. And now, with having read and reflected and responded, we're going to just move into a place where we contemplate, where we rest. Rest in the very hope that is ours in Him. It already belongs to us. In week one, that hope is being magnified. It's a hope that is very intimate with lament. How does hope feel lamenting look in this season? Personally or Lamenting of those very close and dear to you. And as we conclude our time together, throughout the day, throughout the evening, there will be opportunities to allow our shaping of the reading of this passage to speak volumes to us. So, how will this passage shape our perspective this coming week? Make sure you just consider that, whether you jot it down in your mini-devotional, or you just ponder it in your heart. I want to leave you with this messianic message of hope. From passages in Jeremiah, we see hope being put in a place where it brings about a beautiful imagery. The word mikvah makes use of the same root letters in Hebrew as the word for hope 
And this has served as like a basis of comparison of two concepts in biblical literature. So for instance, in the book of Jeremiah, the word mikvah is used in the sense of hope, but at the same time, it's also associated with living water. How refreshing. So in Jeremiah 14, 8, Jeremiah 17, 13, and Jeremiah 57, you can see that ever so clearly. And you can interchange the word for hope, mikvah. Remember, they share the same root letters in Hebrew. So, for instance, I'll read only from Jeremiah 17, 13 and let you refer to the other passages on your own time. O Lord, the hope, or mikvah, of Israel, all who forsake you will be ashamed because they have forsaken the Lord, the fountain of living water. And so I leave you with Matthew eleven twenty eight. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Until we come together again and just reflect on what it looks like to be enveloped in the nurture and the nature of a God who is for us and with us and who became like us. Until then, May the shalom of his presence be ever so made aware in our coming and going. Shalom. Thank you for participating, and I look forward to all of that which is to come.